There we go. Okay. Okay, so now we're there, and welcome to the Everyday Sniper. You got Frank from Sniper's Hide, and we're live with the lives and the live. We're on Sniper's Hide live at the same time. We're here with the Able Suppressor guys. We're talking suppressors. So you can go to Sniper's Hide and go into the live area, the Hide TV, and you can see this and watch it after the fact. We were just talking a little bit. So Serge is there going to give us a background of the Able Suppressor Company, which came out of the Able Company, which was made the Able Table. I have an Able Table right there. Yep. I like it. So now you can go ahead and we can jump in and do all that neat shit. So uh, what was that? About sometime in 2017, came up with an idea to make a... Uh, a shooting platform that also doubled as an observation platform for the top of your tripod and uh, went through a few iterations and we're now on the gen 2 which has the Arcalock from really right stuff uh, and then uh, as we continued shooting more and more realized uh, we want suppressors and uh, you know being in Southern California behind enemy lines that was pretty much a no-go um, but Surefire is just down the road, so how the hell are they making suppressors? So did some research, figured out that uh, you basically got to be a manufacturer. So a group of friends figured out we got uh, some extremely knowledgeable machinists and some of the best machines out there, specifically you know DMG Mori's and some pretty high-end uh, other stuff. Uh, took a lot of that knowledge, got an FFL, got the SOT for Able Company, and uh, started buying up a bunch of suppressors and using them and seeing that there's a lot of good suppressors out there and there's a lot of suppressors that could be better. And uh, figured, well, shit, we got these machines. Why don't we try making our own stuff? And uh, what was that, 2018 or 19 that we started prototyping the biscuit? When was that? I don't remember. About 18, because 19 is when I grabbed right around there. So that's when I was with you guys. So mm -hmm. that was, yeah, that was when we were doing everything on a Weld Logic AWS. Mm -hmm. So a little CNC what, TIG, if I remember right. Yeah, TIG, yeah. yeah, so a little CNC TIG welder that I guess is pretty popular in the industry. And um, then uh, started producing the biscuit, selling a lot to law enforcement um, because of the durability. Full auto rated, good up to 300 Norma with a 30 cal exit cap. And... Um, then, what was that, in 2020, we kind of figured we need to make some titanium bolt gun specific suppressors. So we started playing around with the prototyping on the Theorem line of suppressors and, and upgraded our welder to a Trump laser welder. And um, how many iterations did we go through with the Theorem before we settled on what it is today? Two or three different baffle yeah. stack designs and for people that uh, I don't think many people know that the background of the parent company of Able is um, aerospace design for high pressure filtration for rocket fuel stuff like that and Mike can talk a lot more about the flow and how and what programs and stuff like that that we were using to shape shape flow modeling before we even prototyped a suppressor so it's not just hey, look, here's a tube with some angled baffles in it and weld it together and hope it sounds good. A lot of time went into the programming side of things just to see how gas flows around and inside of a, a cylinder. Um, 
with some pretty specific metrics that we wanted to hit. Um, primarily recoil impulse. We wanted you know, a balanced suppressor that has extremely good gas flow with uh, great suppression and more importantly, low back pressure. You know, the background of competition shooting, you gotta be able to uh, get back on target, spot your shots, stuff like that. And uh, pretty much nailed it after about the second or third iteration of a baffle stack design and still meeting metering numbers that compete with all of the big names. Um, it's got a great pulse on your biscuit insta. Like when I jumped on the biscuit quick, the theorem, I'm in hell, uh, you know, ATF hell, but I've shot it on student guns and stuff because we've trans moved it around, but my personal theorem is in. But anyway, the biscuit side of things, I really like that pulse. And then you saw my, you shot my rifle today and how yeah. it was balanced up. I and I think it does a good job of coming back on for a suppressor versus a break. Yeah. Yeah, and it I, definitely I think does. that was part of your goal being comp guys that you wanted that suppression or that that pulse to act more breakish and less pushy suppressor. Yeah, with the with the biscuit that's achieved more with how fast the gases flow through and get out of the can and come back to a neutral point. Um I think we, we got some video of it. I think I got five rounds off at 750 and mm -hmm. what that was Seconds. under. Oh, no, you were at 900. You oh, that was nine? That was nine. You were oh, at man. nine on the Ipsic. Yeah, so that was, that was what, five rounds at 900 off of a, a steel, barricade. like, A-frame barricade mm -hmm. standing. Uh, we can look at the clock, but it was, it was five rounds in under six seconds. Yeah, I think. it was fast. And then um, you did get some questions. Guys were asking about your brick, uh, your flash hider. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, well, the, flash, the flash reduction with a bare hider. Uh, we we tested it a ton at night uh, because we did we did want it also to be a good flash hider by itself. And I think what were we testing on a Mark eighteen? Yeah. Uh, so a ten three five five six, notorious for a shit ton of flash, and um, had really good results we sh we should just go out and film it at night and post it to yeah, show it's, people it's uh, not it doesn't do as good as like a three inch flash hider yeah but for, it's for, half for the, the length size, yeah for the size it it tames it significantly yeah um and you don't have that ringing like a bell the ting yeah that's yeah, what i'm saying know. did you have that no yeah yeah you don't get a you don't get a harmonics off of it mm -hmm. um like you would because well, they're those. shorter like you said exactly and and if you look inside, I don't know if the camera will pick it up, but they're pretty damn thick at the base. You, 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 yeah, I was going to say, if you stay Let's here, see. don't go that close. Be uh, back here. And the camera's focused for right here. I wonder how the light is working it's on the pretty inside. Good. Um, but we also just made, uh, what's the AK thread? It's that left-hand uh, that left hand thread, 14 and 1 or whatever it is. No, what is it? Um, no, it uh, the AK one. No, it's a, it's a half 28, but it's a 30 cal. Is that what we did? I thought we did the weird left hand for that a lot of the AKs run. No, no, it was, uh, it's a half twenty eight. Oh, half twenty eight with a thirty cal. cal. Oh, okay. So for US US AK barrels. Yeah, it was mostly it's specifically just for uh, Travis, Travis Haley. Haley yeah. yeah, he was asking for it, so I'm like, why the heck not? Let's try it. And so he's running them on his AKs, and he loves them. Yep. So. The uh, one of the things that we noticed that as the diameter increases, and there's some other stuff inside. Uh, but you get a lower tone. And it's all tone, honestly. When people are, like, yeah. looking, because nobody has a meter in their head. Otherwise, yeah. they wouldn't be putting meters on them. 
But people are keen off the tone with suppressors more than anything. How does that sound? Like this L was crazy today and in the difference between just in the sound and the recoil with it the L is significant compared to like me and the biscuit. Yeah, and again going back to balance um the biscuit is not going to be the quietest can. It wasn't designed to be the quietest can. Uh it's, you know, full auto rated, hard use. Um I think I said it earlier. Uh all of our cans if they have a 30 cal exit hole, they're rated 300 norma mag. Um so pretty pretty high pressures. Um Mike can talk a little bit about hoop stress testing and um, go, in, go into that. Why Serge is gay. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're well, we're, I'm we're not sure. Trying to figure Who out. is it? <laughs> Krill 34. Krill? Oh, yeah. Krill. It's because it's I like Asians. <laughs> Just for him. Oh, yeah. oh it, it, it. <laughs> he's, he's a little Vietnamese guy that I oh, like. Oh, that's yeah. what it is. He's, he's, little he's dainty. He's is dainty. he dainty? He's got nice tits, though. Nice. Dainty's good. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> That's uh, one of our club dudes yeah, from yeah. SDPRC. So I'll get him back. Nice, nice. Um, but no, sorry to, to, to jam. But yeah, I mean, this, the pulse, because just getting into that comp versus training type of deal, because you don't see suppressors on the comp line as much because the people want the brakes to, to stop everything and to not yeah. move it, but you guys kind of moved in with that biscuit, and I think it does a really good job with the shorter, fat suppressors of, of coming through, and then, like you said, that back pressure gets taken care of, so you're not yeah. that long pulse going on. Yeah, know? it's it's obviously it's never going to be as good as a brake. Right. But it also takes away that concussion. Like I've shot matches where you're wearing double ear pro, but you still have a massive headache at the end of the day when you're shooting, especially with Magnums, um, when you get into the, you know, huge 300 PRCs, 300 Normas, mm -hmm. all those big stuff, dude, it just rocks your head. It after, does. I mean, after 160 rounds, you know. Suppress this civilized, man. There's no yeah. way around it. And so, I guess going back to, you know, making the suppressors, it... We figured out how to do it in California, and you had to be a manufacturer, and it was doubly fun to be able to give dual middle fingers to the state of California because they can't mess with us because it's federal. So, uh, you know, California DOJ came, and they uh, they said, hey, where are the firearms? It's like, nah, man, we make suppressors. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. That's not our business. Bye. Mm -hmm. um, and the ATF comes and looks and is like, hey, we're all above board. We have everything you need. And they leave us alone. So we get to play with suppressors and all the guys that shoot with our club get to help us test and we get a ton of rounds on the suppressors so it's a it's a benefit for all of us all of our you know the people that are close to us and and we're trying to spread the word and get good suppressors across the country nice so. you guys got guys on from trinidad and tobango oh well we or do trinidad. uh we do have um, all the ITAR stuff taken care of, so if we do need to export, that is available. <laughs> there you go. You can yeah. export. While export is still around, yeah. Yeah. While it, no, right, while you can. at some point. Again, yeah. Um, so that's that's the fun stuff about uh, the company. And, and I don't know if you can see these two, but we talked about the weld logic versus the uh, laser weld. And then can you see that on the, on the camera? Oh, yeah, they see it. The difference um, between the two welds. So all of the theorem line is... Uh, everything now is is welded on that laser welder 
Uh, can, you can even go out to here because it's bright right here. And then these two okay. can see right here. Yeah, you can see the difference those. in the welds because it's uh, nice and bright. So the, the biscuits being fully welded with the exit caps, we do have 556, 65 or 65 and 30 cal exit caps. So you can order, you know, order those when when you order the can with what you want. Whereas the Theorem has removable exit caps in uh, 556, 6 mil, 65 and 30 cal. Um, Your threads are nice. Talk yeah. talk about those threads, Mike, and and how we came to that. Um, we just try and do it the right way. I was trying to show the guys um, I was trying to show it in video my proof barrel with the biscuit you literally just start it you start the proof and we can we pull that out and spin it and it just goes but you can put, if you put the muzzle right here and just put it right there and this is it. this is Frank's daughter's rifle so it's it's what we grabbed that had a half 28 it's extremely pink <laughs> Oh, if you just put it for right here. Just oh, aim it for right, right. Right here. Yeah. And uh, here's a half 28. So I was like, I'll take the biscuit and I'll just go. And all the way on. And it goes and all the way on like now that. Now it's actually locked. I had to actually put some effort to it to break it loose. Yeah. And, and it doesn't do it anymore because it's been shot so many times. And it, but, but if you scrub that carbon off yes, the muzzle, right it, here at the muzzle, it'll still do it. And there's carbon on this muzzle. Yeah. And you can see it, but it does it. That's the thing. I mean, I, I love, especially the heft of the back of the biscuit. There's mm -hmm. like heft here. You could feel this part, and I love this. And to just take it and to fling it and spin it, yeah. it's like a little get-off thing for me. It's like I love just <laughs> boom, and, and you know? So it, it's... And one of, the, one of the benefits we didn't talk about, but... The base of the can with this, uh, with these teeth in it, is uh, standard spanner tools. So if you go shoot a match or you shoot a training or you go anywhere, go on a hunt and you forget your tools, any hardware store you go to is going to have spanner wrenches. You're going to be able to find it. You're going to be able to service the stuff. Um, something also that we noticed is, or wanted to put in there is the direct thread mounts have a six point mm -hmm. internal piece. So if for whatever reason, can comes off, muzzle device stays on the muzzle, it was torqued to shit, you put some Loctite, whatever. You can get a, a an actual uh, wrench in there and get it off instead of blasting your uh, edges with a spanner. And um, sometimes those slip and nick stuff. But um, Everything that, every idea that went into the can mm -hmm. is something that we've ever either dealt with out in the field, out at a match, at some training, or wanted to uh, alleviate issues with proprietary stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, it just does such a great job. Like I said, I'm, th these are some of my favorite suppressors. Um, I shoot a ton of it, and I can't wait. Uh, my theorem is supposed to be out of jail, I think, this week, and then they were like, we don't have your certificate from the state. I'm like, bullshit. I know Mile High did it. I saw him do it. We just cleared a suppressor like two months ago, and it was all the same stuff. And it was like, God damn, I thought it would be here for you guys. But um, yeah, I, but shooting the L on that, it was it was noticeably different uh, with, the, with the extra long that way. Yeah, I've, I've been pretty much using the L for NRL Hunter matches, the Night Force ELR, and... Uh, just our club matches or just going out and 
shooting steel at some of the ranges we go in and have fun at. Um, the biscuits, I leave a biscuit on an AR at home because mm-hmm. it's nice. It's short mm-hmm. on a on a fourteen and a half inch. It doesn't add a ton of length. Um, it's hefty. You know, again, it's not the quietest, but it's also not meant keep, to be small. Yeah, it's not keeping a bunch of that gas mm-hmm. in the system yeah. and blowing it back in our face. It's you know. I think a lot of what we talk about is balance. Is you guys yeah. mention that a lot? Like what you're trying you, to balance the, the, the yeah. school, but yeah. we're balancing our rifles now. We're not just overweighting them. It's really all coming down to where do you find that balance for things? Yeah, yeah. you know. And you know, it, you can make the quietest suppressor out there, but it's not going to be fun to shoot, especially on like an AR-10. Which going back to gas and and. Uh, pressure blowback all that kind of stuff the exit cap if you want to run a theorem on a ar-10 something like that and you want to reduce that gas uh, blowback or that back pressure in the system run a vented exit cap mm-hmm. and i think we just metered uh what was that thursday yesterday yeah yeah, yeah we did it yesterday and it was on the seven inch so the middle size um it increases at about three decibels Okay. So it's not anything crazy. But that's three decibels at the muzzle because it's pushing everything Out forward. forward. We yeah. don't have, it's not like a break where it's shooting it at 45 degrees or coming back, back right. or to. Well, yeah, we'll see once the, the all the data gets processed. We'll see what happens at the year. We don't have that number yet, but it's, it's a, I think it's a very doable trade off. Yeah. And you guys went to Thunder Beast's thing to get run your numbers, but they haven't yep. given you anything yet. Yeah. Just, was, just muzzle numbers. Just muzzle numbers, um, yeah. And it we're, was, uh, yeah, I mean, it was quick and easy just so everyone who was there could mm-hmm. see where it kind of had like a wall of ranking it was it was pretty neat but they are going to process all of the numbers yeah. not just the muzzle yeah, i will say the guys at was it kurt and ray or somebody it was kurt ray and other one oh, yeah okay. those guys are sharp they really they know what they're doing they're really sharp yeah i mean they've um, been doing it and but for sure I think, I, yeah they helped b and k develop that new from what I understand, they kind of were, they had an ear into that. Whole yeah, process. and he even has the, we were supposed to do the breaks with them, and they had just gotten the B&K set up to measure the push on the brakes. Impulse. So, yeah, the impulse, so, but now they impulse. can do it all through their system, where they get you the brakes and the impulse on a brake, they can get you the, the meter and everything on, on your suppressor, yeah. and it all comes from their same system. Yeah, and they're doing some cool stuff with the, the brake on the X outside of the can. So is Elite Iron, they have a... Mm-hmm. A break on the exit, uh, mm-hmm. you know, end of the can. Um, well, that um, that fifty cal they have is on a sixteen inch fifty cal. Yeah, and it and I, the I irons sh- is on a twenty six inch minimum. Yeah, I shot the uh, the sixteen inch, and it it felt like a like a twelve gauge slug. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was pretty awesome. Yeah, um, that is a really awesome. If I mean, the fact that's on a 16-inch 50 is crazy. I mean, like, why? Who? You know, I get it. Don't I get the whys, but don't. But it's like, why do you want a 16-inch? And it's like, holy shit, that's tiny. Yeah. But if you're in here and you need to just blast a engine block or something right there. Yeah, I mean, it, again, balance. What do you need? What do you want it to do? Right, right. And then what can you sacrifice to get to the end goal to make the overall experience better? I mean, it's just a, it, it's just such a solid can, and, and it's just crazy because there's so many different variations that they're not all... I, I mean, I have over 30-something suppressors, different manufacturers, this and this, and, and like I said, these are some of my favorites, and they bounced out like that so quick, but it's just crazy 
how subtle it is when you don't like one and when things aren't right and you're like, that's not, that's wrong. And, and you can't necessarily put a finger on it and describe it. it. It really comes down to your word balance. The balance of the can is off. Maybe it sounds really quiet, but then it opened up your accuracy. And it's like, well, what do I need that? Only accurate rifles are interesting. And now you're taking my 3 8 inch group and you're turning it into 5 8 inch. I don't want that. I want my 3 8 back or I want quarter now that I put the can on. Yeah, I... I've definitely seen groups tighten up when we put our can Yeah, on, I mean, and, sure. and that was part of the thing for me is I like when a can makes me look better. I don't have to worry about my ears. Number one, my ears are constantly ringing now anyway. They're nuked. I have nerve damage. There's not a whole lot I could do with them. Um, but it matters because they don't go into high gear until something trips them into high gear. And as soon as something trips them into high gear, they're on for a long time. And so... I run suppressors, and, and I'm always bringing suppressors around. We try, we talk with Mark, we try to do full suppressed line classes. And we manage it a lot because of his dealership side of it. When we're in Alaska and he's got every can up there, he can hand them out. Uh, and literally, the guy he handed his theorem to bought it on the spot. After shooting it? After shooting it. And we, he... he because, you know, we hand the cans out on the line, we take them back at the end of the day, and, you know, they stay with us. And it's like, I want that can, and Mark's like, well, it's for sale, because I have to move and, and change some things around. The guy's like, mine. And we had a student in a two-day class, he shot 60 rounds, maybe? And that was enough to say, it's mine. And Mark transferring it now, you know, he's supposed to be doing that and, and doing the whole thing. But it was that easy to sell to somebody. Yeah. Just putting it on their gun and letting them try it. And that's what we've seen. Honestly, people that actually shoot it and handle it are sold on it. So it's just a matter of getting into people's hands. And like I said, there's, like Sir said, there's a lot of good companies out there. Um, so, I mean. And the CanCon thing is good because it's live fire. What you guys oh, yeah, yeah. We did, yeah. Uh, we did CanCon in uh, Phoenix. When was that? Mart? Uh, April? April. April. Um, and that's actually where we met Thunder Beast is we were, we were in the bay right next to him. Um, so we got to meet Ray and Curtis and I'm terrible with it. Sutherland was yeah. his name. Yeah. yeah. So the three of them and, um, you know, we got to hear all their stuff all day. They got to hear all, all of our stuff all day and, uh, ended up talking with them for like three and a half hours after the event mm -hmm. and, um, just got really good feedback from them and kept going and now it seems like the the snowball is gaining gaining momentum we're in uh, dealers across the country now yeah, yeah. Uh, working on more dealers um, one of the reasons we're here in Colorado hint hint um, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so uh, so it's some people have said oh we're not gonna buy your stuff you're too new of a company and that's where it's able company as its own entity has been around since 2017 but the machining knowledge, it's, it's got to be over 100 years collective of all the engineering machining knowledge between the parent companies. Pretty dang close. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, without uh, going into too much detail, some of, the, some of the parts that the parent company machines is pretty insane. Tolerances and size. I mean, 
Well, I mean, that's kind of, it. It, it, it would surprise people, but it was like when you look at the aerospace industry, you guys work in the aerospace industry. Yep. Yeah. Like Bighorn, when AJ was here, he was only a couple exits up when he did Bighorn Arms. He was doing aerospace machining, and he was a subcontractor for Colorado Aerospace type people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it was like he starts making actions, and he starts doing that. I mean, I remember going to his machine shop, and he has like a metal hockey puck. And then it looks just nice, nice and clean hockey mm-hmm. puck, but it's a puzzle. And you can't see the lines in it, and mm-hmm. it comes apart, and it's mm-hmm. like craziness. And so people do underestimate the aerospace world of machines, yeah. and that's where you guys... But again, that's why your tolerance is, this thing's dirty, yeah. and I can do it with my hand. And these were shot, and here I am pulling threads out. And like I said, I love your threads, and that's part of it. Yeah, we, we take pride in what we do. We really do. You know, it's we want refined products that have a, a higher level of quality than what we've bought and what we've used. Um, what we see on Reddit. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. There's, there's, uh, like I said, there's a lot of companies that make good stuff, and there's companies absolutely. that, that mass-produce stuff. So it's fine, and at the end of the day, you pick what you want. If you're more for a budget, then there's a lot of companies that are budget cans. If you want something that looks like ours and performs like ours, um, there's companies that do that too. So this market is interesting. There's a big variety. And even at the event with Thunderbeast, you should have seen, I mean, all the spread, I mean, suppressors from I don't know how many different companies. Have yeah, well, in the 3D printed now, there's a ton of the 3D. I know at yeah. Shot Show, there was yeah. a lot of that. Yeah, and it's. And you it's, look at them and you're like, is that going to break? Yeah, and they, surprisingly, they do very well. They do. Well, you've but seen them. At the end of the day, all the suppressors, they sit within a bracket. Because to sell them, for anyone to want to buy your suppressor, it has to be within a specific performance range. Right, right. So it's funny to see all these companies, and you're talking of difference in the, like, the same you know ratio of weight to mm-hmm. length to size. You're talking maybe a decibel and a half to two decibels, maybe. Yeah. Uh, and that's why I say it's tone, because nobody could tell the difference. Yeah, so at that point, you're looking at... Which we're stepping into something that a handful of companies also probably do. I know Thunderbeast does. I don't really know anyone else, but we have a lot of steps along the way that are heavily dedicated to QC. Mm-hmm. And by the time we're done with ours, completely welded and everything to go, we measure our bore and our total runout, and it's usually under three thousand. Yeah, on nice. the long suppressor. Yeah, so most of, most of the the L's that I've seen have been right around two. Two thou. Yeah. And, um, and we um, get unicorns that are like a thou, mm-hmm. and that's that's an exception. But overall, three thou. Keep that one just like that. Was that mine? No, it just goes to, yeah, whoever, yeah, yeah. to whoever's. <laughs> it goes to whoever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and so Baron asked a question on cleaning and whether yeah. baffles come out because your front cap comes off. So talk to her about what do you think about cleaning the cans and so go into a little bit of cleaning what, philosophy. Uh, what I personally do is um, one, the baffles do not come out. Everything is fully welded. The welds, you can see on the biscuit. Um, on the theorem, it's welded, and then it's turned down to give that real smooth look. Uh, for cleaning, I put the exit cap on, the solid exit cap. I plug that hole, and then uh, in a in like a 2-inch diameter PVC that's got a, got a base on it, I'll fill the inside of the suppressor with CLR and let it sit for 8 hours a day. It's basically the same cleaning method that, that uh, Thunder Beast mentions. And um, actually, Dale at Elite Iron gave us a, a really, really good cleaning method. Um, I don't want to misspeak and say the wrong chemicals, but he said it just eats that carbon. Hmm. 
and uh, do you, and then now just, do you recommend getting the flush it with water? Yeah, you recommend getting the suppressor, getting it when you sh- when it shows up. So suppressor comes in, you clear it, you do all that before you shoot it, weigh it. Yes, yeah. So when you get a brand new suppressor, and I think this goes for any suppressor you're going to use, weigh it, write that in your notes. Most of us are you know precision rifles, so we keep log books on everything. Uh, weigh it, and when you get to about an ounce of carbon, clean it. That'll uh, that'll let you clean it easier. There's less carbon in there, and uh, you know the more carbon in the suppressor, the uh, the smaller the volume inside the presser, suppressor as well. So you want as much volume as you can. So keep it clean. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I actually I have the opposite of that. I had a suppressor, one of those ones. I got it a long time ago. It was a titanium. It was like small. It was supposed to be like the zippy little thing and. It had a huge first round pop, throw it almost three inches in the beginning. And it just, it was never right. And it's that balance. It's like, it's that balance. But it was like my third or fourth suppressor ever. Hmm. So I'm like, it's like what I got. So I hated it. It didn't work. Like you'd have to almost go to the side and be like, pop, 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 shoot it. And then start using it. Hmm. Well, as I started to use it and it carboned up, it got better. Interesting. And so now it's like really good. But, but it's you shot to shit. You can't clean it. You can't <laughs> do anything. But it's sealed. And it's just a solid can. And it just works really good now. But it took forever for it to clean up. There. That being said, you know we do have one Theorem L that we have been shooting the ever-living shit out of without cleaning. I don't even... I lost track of how many mm. rounds were there. But it's it's got over three ounces of carbon in it. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and the titanium for some reason we've noticed titanium the carbon adheres to it fast better. Okay. So yeah, yeah. this stainless like seventeen four and other stainless it seems like the carbon kind of just flows through it a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Titanium I don't know if it's, it's a porosity issue I'm not a metallurgy expert but the carbon seems to adhere to that the most. And you know we were talking to the couple guys at the TBAC event for uh, the suppressor testing and they mentioned you know they don't use CLR on stainless. It actually eats away at the stainless. Mm-hmm. So that's a, something to consider. Is if it's a stainless can, I'll probably avoid CLR um, and just use any sort of basic cleaner. You can still yeah, you like can they still do the dishwasher it. thing. I think they do the Dawn with that or some hot water and Dawn yeah. or one of the other. Uh, we've done it before where we put because we have an ultrasonic. Um, yeah, ultrasonic can kind of mess up your your patina or your finish, especially mm-hmm. on the raw ones. It will probably kind of etch it a bit. But we've actually just soaked it in there. You just drop it in there in hot water mm-hmm. and it just it cleans out quite a bit um so yeah yeah clr i i didn't waste stainless we haven't yeah. seen any issues but i honestly haven't used clr that much i've um, used it a bunch in the theorems and haven't seen an issue i just on the stainless i'm not yeah. sure if it would actually mm-hmm. be beneficial from what i heard i don't think it would be so probably avoid that there you go okay so there's your cleaning yeah. question he said thanks but yeah that's that's kind of where we're in with that stuff yeah, another thing to consider too is when we have threads, when you bring threads to the table, that's a different level of maintenance. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure your threads are clear and clean. So we, we always look to, I don't know if this will come off. That's torqued on. Is it? Yeah. What we always look to is whose threads are long and whose threads are short. And so whose muzzle has the pieces on where you can't get past it because their suppressor goes to a certain point. And then, um, you know what I mean? Some people make this thread that long. Some people have it that long. And where it ends up with the carbon on the end of the thread. Yeah. 
Yeah, I see what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so we make our threads a little longer, and the reason we do that is we took a bunch of different adapters that are hub. So you look at that, That's that actually works perfect with that one. Right. So on we've taken a lot with the hub, and there's a lot of different adapters out there, and that they're not all the same thread length. Yeah. So we made ours a little longer, so if someone wants to use um, you know, X company or Y company, <clears throat> it will work for sure. The issue is, like when you use the direct thread, um, Seems like all the companies make the thread length about the same. Mm -hmm. So at that point, you start seeing carbon build up on like these last couple threads. Yeah. So again, if you're going to be buying threaded suppressors, which there's a lot of hub mount suppressors now, um, just something to consider. Even the end caps that come out, you know, when you take it out, you just clean it. Yeah, it's that's it, man. The carbon in the threads and where they go and how deep your cap is and yeah. all that stuff. It all almost becomes a consideration the more you shoot suppressors. The more you play around with them, it's like when they're swapping from gun to gun to gun, you have to look at all those little weird things that happen. Yeah. Yeah. So, for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Look at that end cap. Looks good. What's Dang. this question? What's the top left corner of the table? Snap-in cover for muzzle end of can. Where did they see that? I didn't see that one. Uh, 375 Max. What's in the top left corner? Hmm. Maybe he's it's looking. a it's a vent. There's a vented exit cap in that at that time. Top left. I'm not sure. Meh, I don't know. Yeah. Unless he's looking at the recorder here. Uh, I don't know if you if you hear us answer ask your question again. And yeah, I'm not see. sure what was in the Maybe top left, but we out. had the caps and stuff, so it's just yeah. end caps and. Yeah, and again, five five six and six mil is one exit cap. Then we have a six five and a thirty cal, and all of those come in. Solid or vented. Um, yeah. The vented takes a minute to make. I can bet. There's a lot yeah, of Yeah, every it's every little. edge is is radiused. Um, that little five inch theorem. Well even your vented. inside here, like the, the like that part is but like the, the design in here is even Yeah. You know it all does something. Yeah, exactly. You so, can see it. And that's the thing too, at the end of the day, you can uh, you were talking about our process for testing and um so we have I mean it's a full machine shop, we have a lot of intelligent guys and um so we use a lot of simulation, but there's a certain point where you can run simulation, you can do as much as you want on the designing and engineering and the T and E beforehand. Then you but just you have to go shoot. Yes. And a lot of things change. So what shows up on your simulations you know your flow sims um doesn't always mean that you have a good suppressor you got to go shoot it because that's where that's where you start making changes um, and i think i posted a video we did start a youtube page we only have three like short videos of shooting but we set up a uh we put the even those three videos on the sniper's high form in your able thread yeah they're there yeah. too so there's that mm -hmm. we, we we set up a studio we're gonna start doing just Stuff like this, Q&A, talking about the suppressors. Uh, but I still remember, uh, we shoot it, we call it the dairy. It's uh, it's kind of a private shooting range that we have access to. And um, uh, <laughs> This guy giving up everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, uh, it's, it is what it is. Yeah, located somewhere in Arizona. Yeah, I'll give you the address don't, if don't you text me. I take Venmo, it. PayPal, <laughs> Cash yeah. App. Uh, but uh, I remember that the first time we had the what turned out to be the final iteration of the theorem and we put it on the rifle that's in this video and went and shot it at a at an ipsic at about 60 yards and just pretty much went 
Yep, that's it. It was <laughs> when you know, you know. Yeah, that was yeah. It was pretty awesome, and and of course, all the testing was on a twenty inch three hundred eight with factory one seventy five mm-hmm. cold metal match, um, and then from there went into the other stuff. But what I found where the Theorem L shines is with magnums. I don't know if it's the higher pressure, more gas. It just it's awesome. Um, when George and I were prepping for the the ELR match, uh, I. We did all our load development, and then I, I gave him a can and screwed it on, and he shot a five-round group in a single hole and just rolled over and went, holy shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know George. He's, he doesn't give you compliments. He doesn't say much. He just, no. he just smiles or, or he scoffs. Or talks some shit. Yeah, he either smiles or scoffs, and then he yeah. bitches the whole time. He doesn't, ju- he doesn't just say stuff to make you feel good. No. Yeah. So if he, uh, if he says something positive, it's because it's actually something positive. Yeah. But. Yeah, and so uh, Kate Thomas, he says he has one of your cans. He's on. Oh, yeah. I think he I think he bought a biscuit. Yeah, he has a biscuit. Uh, he likes awesome. it. Nice. So, yeah, you got a biscuit user on. You got to get him a theorem to, to back to back. Back it up with the theorem. Yeah. And then go from there. So, yeah. So, it's it's cruising. But, yeah, you guys, I, I enjoy it. Like I said, we see you guys in San Diego when we do the San Diego class. So, you came down, and that's when we kind of jumped in and saw the biscuit from there. Mm-hmm. And, actually, we took it to Pennsylvania. Steve's seen it out there. And those guys, Baron and them, we had it, the biscuit in Pennsylvania. We were using it, and then I was running it. And now, like I said, I have it on my um, my my Zeus. Nice. So it's it's real nice. Yeah. Um, so on on the East Coast, we have a a reseller dealer Xcal, which is a super nice shooting indoor shooting facility in Northern Virginia, hmm. um, and they're building out a web store. So on the East Coast, for guys there. You can go and demo our cans in, uh, it's in Ashburn, Virginia. Ashburn? Okay. Ashburn. Burn. Yeah, yeah. So they have they have both size biscuits and a Theorem L on demo rifles in their in their shooting uh, shooting facility. And then they have all of our... Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then they have all of our, our entire line in the showroom in the, uh, in the display cases. So with all the accessories. Yeah, it's nice to have dealers that have ranges because you... I guess like once you shoot it, it's done. That's what yeah. it is. Once you shoot it, once you handle it, it all makes sense, and that's yeah. what we've been told time and time again. Like, and yeah, people are sold. On. And more and more ranges that carry suppressors are offering conjugal visits. Exactly. That means, so you buy it, and you don't have to wait nine months. To that's shoot the it. deal, man. Mark even does the same. He'll even do like he'll go, "Hey guys, I'm going to the range on this day," and then just put it out there mm-hmm. and say you got these days to email me you're coming and i'll bring your can so those conjugal visits that people do resonate yeah in, in a lot um i mean he's moving now going down to pennsylvania so he's new to it any of that shit. mississippi mississippi right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah pennsylvania mississippi he's going he got the house out there and he's ready although he got sick and he's in the hospital right now so, yeah, so wish him mark wish him yeah. well yeah yeah he's he's cool but yeah um i don't know i'm a big fan i like it I'm a, uh, I'm a, su- I'm a suppressor in a way, but I, I like what I like and don't use what I don't like. Yeah. And I've tossed cans and never touched them again. For sure. Yeah. There's some, there's some funny comments we've read out there online. One of the ones that just stuck with me and it, it just cracks me up every time I hear it is the cool shit ain't cheap and cheap shit ain't cool. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we pricing wise, we 
really struggled with the theorem because t- the price of titanium in the last Changed, year yeah. it's gone up 40 percent yeah especially with this diameter it's a, it's a bigger diameter i mean it's mm-hmm. close to one three quarter but so if like if we used our normal margins it it wouldn't work so we we played with the price to make it a f- in line with other mm-hmm, other mm-hmm. uh options I mean, so. it's so crazy with materials and the different things that are changing and where things are gone. It, 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 and especially in the gun industry, I mean, you just, your rifle's here and you look at all the pieces, parts, and you figure, well, that went up, that changed. How are they going to do that? You know, and you know. It, it's like all that numbers, and it, it, it's, it's surprising we're not seeing changes every three months. Yeah. Like, as far as pricing goes, yeah. that we're not seeing some crazy, like, Hey, sorry to do this to you, but we got to increase our prices again. Well, the yeah. reality too is that just shows you that these companies, these manufacturers, they're eating it because mm-hmm. the price has gone up, mm-hmm. and it, it continues. Us. It continues yeah. to go up. Yeah, across the board, everything in our aerospace, all the material we buy has gone up thirty percent. Titanium up forty, and we can thank Ukraine and Russia for that. Right, right. Um, but yeah, they're just they're eating it. So go and tell your manufacturers and your vendors thank you because they're just chipping away a little bit. Yeah, hold over. Yeah. yeah, and we're going to, I think, across the industry, you're going to see prices go up once again next year. You're going to have to. I don't see how they can't because I see the stuff that's changing quickly, and I know people hesitant to do it to people, but I don't see how they can sustain when yeah. everything's such in flux and it's moving, and it's all moving north, but a lot quicker than you'd think. Yeah, I think it's one of those, when you see Arizona iced tea go up over 99 cents for a can, mm-hmm. we're, we're in trouble. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In and out's been one of the only ones that have kept their prices yeah. the same, which yeah, I don't know. They're uh, that's an interesting one. Yeah, it's an interesting market right now. It's everything is really expensive. Um, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean they're saying the Russians do control the titanium market. Yeah, yeah, we're we're putting prayers for Marky. He, yeah. He's there. He'll be good. But um, no, I mean, and, and like I said, it's it's such an it, especially you look at the weather. Everybody's bitching. It's hot. It's normal winter or summer and winter. Mm-hmm. It's normal summer. It's no hotter. It's actually cooler in Colorado. You can see the storms Dude, are coming it was, in. It was in the 80s today yeah. here in Colorado. The, the storms are coming in again, so now it's going to cool down. It's going to yeah. drop 10 degrees easily, and we're going to get rain. But our weather isn't... Nobody wants ears on. You don't want your big, heavy muffs when you got to be out there shooting in this weather. And, like, I'm on the line working lines. We're trying to get fully suppressed lines. So it is so nice to shoot suppressed in the heat. When you don't have to worry, I mean, even just being able to put some lighter in-ear plugs in versus that aren't heavy muffs. sweating, sweating right. the side of your head off. I mean, it kills you with the sweat in your head and what's going on and and those things like that. So, yeah, you know, barrels ain't getting cheaper. No, nothing's getting cheaper. Everything's got to go up. The, the the fact of life is they're trying to price us into servitude. And they're playing these games with us and wrecking the world on purpose. But even that, the gold medal match we bought yesterday, it was a dollar eighty a round. Mm-hmm. I remember when that shit was seventy five cents a round. I was gonna say like eighty cents. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It really was. I mean, now it's it's where can you get ammo? Where do you find? I even hunt for deals every now and then. I oh, go yeah. on SG Ammo. Mm-hmm. Ammo Seek. Mm-hmm. And shit, that place. They can't even keep up with how fast it sells out. Yeah, exactly. All that stuff is really, really good. So, nah, it's it's it's, it's pretty awesome. We got it's good, good, good month. So, where else are you guys going with your suppressor? Tell me more. Um, we do have a plan. 
about... Yeah. We're, we're, uh, I would avoid saying too much. Just no, you don't have to say... If things don't come to fruition no. as fast as we want. But yeah, we have uh, plans for a smaller bore theorem. Um, geared more for 5.56 five, and 6 mil. Mm-hmm. So I would continue using this one for you know 6.5 and, and 30. Um, that is the plan. I don't know when that's going to happen, but that is the plan. What is this? Where do you go? Uh, five, seven, nine? Yeah, it's 5.6, pretty much 7. It's like 6.9. Mm-hmm. And then uh, 8.6 something. So yeah, pretty much about that. Yeah. Yeah, you can hold them, hold them up like, together. Yeah, it's like five, seven, nine. Yeah, essentially. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, a little five inch does good. Yeah, it's the five inch is nice. I like it's the pretty little light. ones, man. I'm not a, you know what? I, I, I want something, and I'm not. It takes the concussion out. Yeah, exactly. It's, you're and still I'm, gonna with the five inch. It's still gonna be, what one. I don't want to quote exact numbers because it's just so variant on five inch barrel oh, yeah, length, no. ammo, all that type. I mean, it's going to reduce it's going to reduce decibels by a significant amount, mm-hmm. but the biggest thing is the concussion. Right, right. Uh, we were talking to Curtis, and uh, he was had a really good point about uh, the concussive force of shooting ARs a lot yes. on all the soft tissue on your. Well, they, they found there's they hurt a lot of people and they didn't really like they're waiting for that ball to drop to say we wrecked every special operations person out there between yep. the toxic gas in their face, yep. the concussions and all the stuff. They're just the, like micro TBIs yeah. from shooting thousands and thousands of rounds over a short amount of time. Yeah, and Curtis's background is this. This is his, the world he lived in mm-hmm. before he was in Thunderbeast. So so we're not. He's yeah. got some. He's got what, some interesting perspective. What's your ratings on, like, as far as lengths, widths, uh, calibers? What so like your big one? And so you think thirty cal, three hundred norm was good on the on. Where are you going with those? Like as far yeah, as magnum so, rated. And, well, so everything's magnum rated if it has a thirty cal exit cap. Like the biscuits, we offer with welded exit caps. Mm-hmm. But if it has the thirty cal exit cap, you should. 300 norma through it you're fine you're not gonna you're not gonna rupture it and that was going back to the hoop stress testing that mike ignored my 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 uh, comment on yeah it's Mm -hmm. it's just it's just a calculation to figure out wall thickness and And make sure you're not going to detonate a can yeah and you just you want to have a safety ratio right so there's you know we could probably shave two ounces off of our theorem Mm -hmm. which to some people that's a lot i would rather have a little extra weight and have a higher safety ratio because Balance you it, again. Yeah, you run it through mm-hmm. uh, three hundred normat or whatever it is. Oh, it shoot fast, yeah, dude! It, it, it never cooled. It never cooled off on us when we were shooting in Wyoming. In Wyoming, mm-hmm. George so and I were shooting just, just fast and moving to the next stage and shooting again and shooting again. And I mean, that can was hot all day and never had a point of impact shift. Never had any issue. And that comes um, into play with the designing of it, right? A little bit extra wall thickness gives you just a little bit more safety to it gives you a little bit more longevity on your strings of fire yeah you can make them super thin there's companies that make them really thin and their titanium suppressors weigh like eight ounces um but i wouldn't get those super hot and keep going yeah so well speaking of ounces i think our five inch is only i was getting a swirl nine point something i don't know yeah I i don't remember the numbers off the top of my head check the website yeah. we got the weights on the website ablecoeusa.com <laughs> yep. check that yeah, it's gonna get updated a little bit here with some, some of the meter numbers. Nice, so, nice. Yeah, I think that'll be good for everybody that showed up. It's same host, same ammo, 
same day, same weather. Yeah, yeah. So now you got a good, rela- stuff, you yeah. got a good. And they did. Mixed. And, and there was a lot of suppressors. And with that being said, there's also good data elsewhere. JP Science has mm-hmm. good data. It's is that the guy that makes his own number? The, the yeah, what does he yeah. call it? The, the it's a, uh, his suppressor reading. Yes, yeah, suppressor uh, reading. His, his rating yeah, which, is a proprietary number, right? It doesn't yeah. have any meaning outside of him. Yeah, it's just his way of uh, ranking the suppressors he tests um, based off of the impulse numbers. And, um, I know it's always a controversial thing, but yeah, what he does, I think he offers a lot of good stuff, and we use him and we support him. And I was gonna say he does a he does a bigger mix of everything and not just what does it sound like. Isn't he doing a I little think, bit? I think he, he runs a different... Uh, he has an Omega number, so he pulls back pressure. Okay. Um, I, I don't, he t- explained to me how he does it, and I honestly can't remember. But he's um, looking at the cannon in, com- in a complete way versus yeah. just an exit number. He did, he did a great write-up. He t- obviously, we sent him the L. Uh, he did... He ran he it on... It too, but we just never actually... We asked didn't him to post that. It, yeah. We didn't realize that was... People wanted, wanted it that it. much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, but he, he's got he's got his own thing and it's he did a good write up for us and then he, he did a podcast talking about it so if you want to hear you know third party uh, talking about it Jay at Pew Science I think it's Pew Science Pew LLC Science, or yeah. something yeah. Um, but yeah he did a he did a test and and he had some some pretty interesting things to say about it yeah and he has a lot of people that follow him and a lot of his followers they want to see you know his numbers his numbers yes and, exactly and I knew he had a big deal if that's yeah. what people want I mean I don't think there's anything wrong with that. So, like I said, we support him, and mm-hmm. um, we'll likely continue to, to send him anything anything we do. Nice. Um, like I said, it's just it's more data. And right. You can't right. complain about having more data. That's how you're going to the Thunder Beast. And all those guys, all those guys were just awesome. I mean, some of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. From all, across From the across industry. industry. Just Which really is... awesome. Everyone was there for the same reason, and it was just a really... Which is uh, interesting. Really you think... Dudes. Because well, you know why? It's fair now. Everybody knows we're coming in equal, and it won't be till we leave. So there's nobody's gonna puff their chest out because they really yeah. don't know. Under those conditions, they could be a half a number off well, what they thought and be like, Ugh. even at CanCon, we talked to a lot of other manufacturers, and while technically they're all competitors, everybody. It, it didn't seem like other industries mm-hmm. where you're talking to a competitor and it's like, hey, fuck that guy. He's a different co- he's a different company that we compete against. Yeah. It was it was really interesting to see and talk with Cans people. You almost and, have a different clientele, even though you and Thunder Beast are the same just because they're right there, but you're almost not. It mm-hmm. becomes regional in a way, but then it becomes device in a way. The break, people get loyal to the muzzle or the muzzle device. The muzzle device. Chemo. Chemo has a great following. Yeah, yeah, and and so it's a weird segmented part of the industry mm-hmm. because, like, with a scope, people will jump ship on a scope in a minute, but a suppressor, you really gotta be because well, like, you gotta wait nine months. Yes, it's like a there, kid. There's there's a <laughs> lot of things that it's like. Ugh. Yeah, the consumers are educated. It's not like they're going out buying right. just a tube. They're not buying you know, high points. They mm-hmm. want. Yeah. They want to know what they're getting because they're going to, on top of what they're paying, they're paying $200 more. They're going to sit around for six to nine months waiting for it. And if it's like you were talking about, well, sometimes you just, it's not what you wanted. Right. Now what? Yeah, now what? You kind of are stuck with it. You can try and sell it off. And I give it off to people. I hand them out. It's like, okay, you can borrow this one. You can borrow that one. Or it, like I had a bunch, and, and nothing wrong with them, but I had a bunch of the old sort of steely sakers and silencer shop. Mm-hmm. They, or silencer co., they gave me like the gift back. 
And some of their Gen 1 original suppressors are very Spartan, steel. Minimalistic. Minimalistic. Yeah. I put Dude. them on a bunch of older guns, or I redid the, 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 like the device, the mounting devices, and then I put them on my demo guns, like those Ash Fairies we were talking yeah. about. So I have them on demo guns that I know I'm not really going to shoot, but it's going to make somebody who borrows them. Like, in the last three months, I've had students borrow guns every class and we're always giving them guns with suppressors and it's like here's your here's a rifle with a suppressor i just use those older ones i was talking about that i don't like anymore or i don't find appealing but i could put them on a demo gun leave them on a demo gun let people shoot them and they're still suppressed they'll still work it's better than nothing mentality you know yeah, yeah and a lot of those i mean um i just read up a, a one that jay did it's an old one, and uh, it metered pretty well. Like it, yeah. it's surprising. Was that the AAC, the pistol can, like the cyclones, the, the and those ones? People love or something? the cyclones, yeah. the tyrants, all those. And I have a bunch of old AACs. There's a SDN nine in there, or six, or whatever yeah. it was called. And they still, they still yeah. meter well. I have so. a ton of old cans. Well, at the end of the day, I mean, it's still it's a, a tube a with tube. some baffles. <laughs> yes. So it's how how to arrange those baffles inside the tube to change flow metrics <laughs> right yeah, right so yeah and you have to like i said you have to be within a specific margin to even be considered you know competitive um if you're within that margin you're competitive so now you got to come up with different ways so you know we have the way ours look we put a lot of time into the aesthetics of our suppressors mm-hmm. uh, especially the theorem it takes some time to make that um yeah somebody commented <laughs> well so when i think jay posted on reddit yeah and somebody was like, oh, what, what's that design on the outside of the can? And, and somebody else chimed in and explained. And the next comment was like, oh, that probably only takes 40 seconds on the newfangled CNC machines. And it's like, dude, I wish it took 40 yeah, seconds. Yeah, it's small. Yeah, it's, it's, mm-hmm. uh, it is what it is. It is 100%. Well, it's kind of like putting a, a snowflake cool on here. And it's, yeah. it's not... It doesn't unique, it doesn't change it looks like a snowflake just, for the design. It looks if you cool. guys look at it, he's got three snowflakes or four, is it four or three? So yeah, well so it's a it's based four. on an Archimedean solid. Yeah, yeah. So the the Yeah, Rhombuso dead dick. We can't even say it. Yeah, it's just <laughs> it's like one of the most complex shapes known to man. Um and what we essentially did we it's conceptually that because if you actually unwrap it and overlay it, it's kind of in a weird shape. Mm-hmm. So we took a piece of that and we just wrapped it around. Because the idea behind we want to kind of have a theme behind it and, you know, Archimedes science and math, and that's what we wanted, mm-hmm. and that's what we got. And there then we go. just put a lot of extra time into making sure that, you know, we don't just spit out baffles. Each baffle we come out with, I mean, you can go to our shop and we'll show you every baffle we have. <laughs> it is beautiful. Nice. A beautiful finish. And they're all 100% QC'd as well. Yeah, so it's not like we're, just because you don't see them, we're going to make them ugly. Right, you know? right, no, right. it's nice, and... It's just it's not in our in our DNA to make ugly stuff. We just it can't. It's like holding in a sneeze. It's just not comfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If so. you if you buy one, and this is what I do when we go out and do demos, and we've done two so far. We did CanCon, and then I just did a dem- demo this past weekend for Guns Out TV. Mm-hmm. And um, as people are walking by the booth and you're talking to them, I tell them, hey, put your finger in there and feel the machining on the baffles. You could stick it and. This like is right? that a, is that a grab one of the clean ones? Yeah, uh, like that in there, you can see it. Yeah, shouldn't have camera. Like you can see what he's talking about inside. It is the it, radius. Is, yeah, and it's not, it's, it's just, rounded. It's like beautiful just, in there. Yeah. And yeah, it takes more time. We can we make it cheaper? 
Yes. Do we want to make it cheaper? No. Because then it's not it's not who we are. It's not going to be something that we're proud of, and I'm not going to sell something that we're not proud of. And cool. at the end of the day, that's that's what we're going to sell. There you go. These are great. Like I said, they're one of my favorites. I run it as much as I can. I'm all over it. Moving it from this one to this one to this one. The biscuit basically ends up in my pocket. So what you need, you need a bunch of our flash hiders. Because then, then it's just... Yes. Locks on. That taper. We talked a little bit about it. Did, was it before the cameras yeah, were you, on? Well, you, yeah, you may have been, but you can repeat. So that, that taper lock in front of the threads, there, you can show it through the camera. That, mm -hmm. This one's been shot. The carbon does not go past that taper because that taper physically locks. Yeah. Um, it's a locking taper. Yeah. And um, if you torque it on with our tools, you will not take it off by hand. We have a lot of guys that put it on by hand. All I do is I put mine on by hand, and they don't come off. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure if you threw it on M240 with all the heat and expansion, it might. We don't have an M240, so we don't know. Yeah. Um, but it has been running uh, that 249 with the thermal with pig hunting. Who is that? That chick? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Um, what's her? Yeah, the 240s. Uh, the 249. She runs a... Sure shot night vision. Yeah. <laughs> Those guys are... Yeah, they're cool. They're out of Oklahoma. They got some cool stuff. They put a biscuit on a 249 with a thermal and go hunt pigs and send us videos of shooting pigs with a full nice. auto 249. Yeah, those, those and, uh, Oklahoma boys get after it. And then we took our biscuit, tried to melt it, 200 and what, 250 rounds of 5.56 as fast as possible, and just got the thing glowing to the point where you could basically see through it. And uh, no wall deformation in the blast baff, blast chamber. Uh, the only the only issue was the exit cap bowed outwards a little bit, but still stayed concentric to the bore. Yeah, we and still shoot it. yeah, we still do shoot it. I mean, it's uh, it's mm -hmm. a little it's, bit louder. Yeah, <laughs> that blast baffle uh, is pretty melted. I would yeah. say about a third of it is melted. There you go. Well, it's just, so now it you just, have one less baffle. Yeah, really. it just deformed it. It's still in there. And we'll post. We should post photos of it. It's a good. That's fine. It's a good. It's a good test. And what it. What I like to show people is like, look, will it take the abuse? Yes. But obviously, if you're buying the suppressor, and you want it to last, don't abuse it. Like yeah. anything. Hard <laughs> use doesn't mean yeah. run full auto on it every single time you shoot. Yeah. Any yeah. Uh, any plans for precision rifle breaks? Yes, actually. Yeah. But again, there's not a hard date on it. But okay. yes. Um, Thomas is acting. Okay, Thomas, they, they just asked. Yeah, that there yeah. is something in the works for that. It's I'm not gonna say it's super far along, but yeah, that is part of the the goals for this year um, and into next year. Marry a marry a little two porter. Yeah. yeah, we want to do something because a lot of the LE and mill guys um, they they're gonna have a muzzle device. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so California, if you're running featureless, you technically can't have a flash hider. So a muzzle brake works. Right, right. Um, and, uh, yeah. There you go. There yeah. you go. Cool, guys. We hit an hour on the podcast, so I'm going to okay. call that one really good in a second. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for being a part of the Everyday Sniper Podcast, the lives that you're listening to. We're doing live right now. We're on Sniper's Hide. If you go in the Sniper's Hide app, you can download the app on your Play Store or your um your iPhone, your app store, and get it, put it on. Well, we made, I, I kind of messed up in the beginning. The lives are now free in the community one, so you don't have to be a supporter to get the lives. We kind of had locked the lives up originally, but they have been unlocked since then, and you guys can go in and do that. But uh, download the app, 
Look at the lives. These are also available. You can go into Sniper's Hide, go into the Hide TV. This is listed under Able Suppressors. You will be able to go back and watch this, look at it. The cans are on the video. You can see all the devices and mounts we're talking about. We have the camera pointed at the suppressors. So take a look at those and you could do all that. But everything's there for the live, for the everyday sniper people. Um, you can jump into Sniper's Hide and check it out. Cool. Thanks, guys.